Hey everyone, welcome to this week's Brand Boutique Elite. I have a very special guest today, Janine Hernandez. She is a book publisher, so I know that there are a ton of you out there that are looking for ways to you know, write your book, publish your book, and get even more exposure for your book. So thank you so much, Janine, for being on today. Tell us a little bit more about what you do for your clients. Um, so thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, my name's Janine, and I am the founder of the Book Publishing Academy. So I coach aspiring authors on how to fully write, publish, and market their books. Um, I started off with one-to-one -one coaching, but now I have built an online school. So basically, you do the online schooling, and you can get yourself published in either three to six months. I know that there are a ton of you out here that are looking to publish your book or, you know, you've been told, oh, you have great expert tips or, you know, you publish a book because it gives you more brand validity or maybe there's some great stories about your life or things that you want to share and you can do this. It is not such a crazy idea. I know that it might be overwhelming, but Janine walks people through the process so you can you know, do her academy, have the hand-holding, join the community of other authors out there so that you have the support so you get the project done. You know, I know many people say that they've had their book going for, you know, about five years now and they haven't gotten it published or out there. Um, so I know that Janine's process, you know, gets you through all of that stuff and takes you to that next level. So Janine, tell me what are some of the common um, mistakes or, or things that hold people back? Because, you know, that, oh yeah, I've been working on my book how do you, you know, what are those things that you see people do it and how do you get them from the concept or, you know, spinning their wheels to actually getting it done? So I think the number one uh, thing that holds people back is fear. They're afraid of a multitude of different things, but I usually hear, um, you know, I'm afraid to be vulnerable with my audience. I'm afraid of what people will think. Uh, I, will my book even sell? Am I a good writer? Um, a lot of these thoughts run through the minds of, of people that are writing a book or want to write a book, um, which is totally normal because I've been there as well. I'm still there sometimes. I have those fears as well. Um, I think also what holds people back is the investment that it takes to write and publish a book. Um, they, they have a great idea, but then they're not willing to invest in actually publishing it. Um, so there's a couple of things that hold people back um, from writing their books. And so what I do when I have my clients is the very first thing that we talk about is the mindset that you need to have in order to become an author. Um, and we constantly talk about mindset and having a positive mindset around writing your book because there will be times it's inevitable. There will be times where you're writing your book and you're going to get stuck and you're going to have self-doubt and you're going to overthink everything that you write and you're going to maybe write something and then delete it because you want to perfect it. It's totally normal, but we talk about mindset a lot because I think it's so, so important to reframe your mind when you're writing and publishing your book. 
And I think that that mindset that happens in any area of business, you know, if somebody's presenting on stage, if someone's doing a workshop, if someone's launching a new product, if somebody, you know, there's always all of this self-doubt in there. There's there's always, um, you know, it's, it's just about pushing forward and doing some of the work and progressing forward. There's never a time period where anything is going to come out, you know, perfect on day one. It's also, you know, trial and testing what's going to work, testing what you like. Um, so what are, you know, that mindset, once you have that mindset, what is like the next step? So the next step is creating an outline, figuring out what you're going to write about. So getting clear on your subject for your book, like what you're writing about, because sometimes a lot of people have a lot of ideas. So it's solidifying one idea. And then what we do is we go through and create an outline for you. So we create um, chapter titles and around those titles, we create uh, topics and subtopics that will make it so much easier for them to actually be organized and be able to write their their ideas out. Um, and then once they actually sit down and start writing, it's just an easier process because they're not just on a blank page trying to figure out what they're gonna write. What about the people that want to write a book and they're really great at what they do and they have lots of knowledge to share, but they feel like they're not a great writer? How do you handle that? Is totally, totally normal. I'm there as well. I've thought that as well. Um, so I always tell people first, that's a mindset thing, right? Um, but I always tell people when you write your book, the first thing you want to do is just get all your ideas and your thoughts out. We will figure out the, um, like the fixing of it and the perfection of it later. And that's why we have editors because there's editors that can do de different types of editing, not just spelling and grammar, but they can do content and story development and they can look at it and provide feedback. Um, that's why we also have um, beta readers, people that can read your book prior to you publishing it and will give you feedback on, you know, X, Y, and Z. But I tell people don't allow that to stop you. The number one thing you want to do is just get your thoughts out, get it out on paper. Let's start writing, and then we can go back later and fix fix that up. And I think that that's you know super important. I have lots of clients that are really great at what they do, and they are just an expert in different areas. And sometimes they're like, "Oh, I don't feel like this writing is adequate. I don't feel like this is." Um, you know, good enough to actually put out there. So that's great to know that there's different kinds of um, editors out there that will be able to change the storyline, that will be able to really incorporate, you know, the concepts that you want, you know, whether it be like just fixes or storyline fixes, you know, beta testing. So utilizing that kind of like the focus group concept of, having people read and understand that. What would you say are kind of some of your, your best how-tos? So getting that mindset, getting you know it out on paper, then what else? 
I would say that, well, the very first thing before you do any of that is make a decision. So, and, and that's a huge one is because a lot of people will not make the decision. They'll have the idea, but they'll kind of play with that idea for years. So make a decision and let's create a goal. That's the number one thing you want to do is create a goal and let's set a date. Let's, uh, you know, I usually, when I have my clients, I ask them, what is your target date for publishing? And whether that's nine months out or a year out, but then that allows me to create um, smaller goals for them so that they can write their book, um, you know, and we can split it up so that you don't have to write every single day. We can maybe write three times a week, but um, that is huge because if you don't have a goal, you're kind of just writing whenever and you don't really have a target date. You don't really know where you're going. Um, so I would say creating a goal, start writing, and then um, and then we can move forward in the, in the publishing process. Yeah, and I think that that is so important to have goals. When I'm working with my clients, we have our marketing plan and that there's specific goals and objectives that we need to reach every week to get to our every month goal, to get to our long-term goal. And I think a lot of times, especially entrepreneurs that maybe are all spread all over the place and are wearing multiple hats, you know, they kind of are just doing the doing. And like you said, they're going to not necessarily have um, if they don't have that goal in mind, they're just kind of going to be writing whenever and not really get to that point. And I think when you don't have accomplishment because you're not setting goals and putting in the time to accomplish those goals, it becomes overwhelming. And it's like, oh, I don't want to get to this. I don't want to do this because I've been writing this for five years and nothing's been, there's no progress made. So I love that you break it down and really set goals for your clients. I think that that is super helpful. What is some of the benefits of having a published book? So there's so many benefits. I like to think of a book as your business card, right? Um, you want to be prepared. You never know when you're going to run into an opportunity and you're not prepared or you're not ready for it. Um, so I'll give you an example. One of my coaches, um, he's my speaking coach. He went to speak at a, a like a company or organization, their conference. It was like 500 people. And at the end of his speech, everyone was asking for his book and he didn't have one so you don't want to be in a situation where people want your book and you don't have a book to give them so that's the first thing but it just opens up so many different doors so um i've been able to hit amazon's bestsellers that opened up a plethora of opportunities for me speaking engagements panel discussions podcasts being on the news radio uh, just pretty much anything and everything that you can think of it opens up so many windows of opportunities for you and it helps you become the expert uh, subject matter in whatever field you're in whether that's if you're a coach a fitness person whether you're just writing about your life people will look up to you because you have a book yeah for sure I've seen a ton of speakers you know, say, who wants a free copy of my book? Run up here. The first five people will get a copy. And then, you know, that's another sale at the back of the room. It definitely opens up the door of positioning you as that expert in the space. If you're going to take the time to compile a book with all of your knowledge, clearly you have some graphs 
grasp of that industry, some grasp, and you're comfortable and confident enough to put that out there. And I love that you said it. It's like your um, your business card. You know, getting a piece of paper with you know you're at a networking event, you're collecting tons of business cards, but that person that hands you their book and if it's something that is relevant and pertinent to you and you read that and you get something from it you know that person will refer you will talk about you will remember you and maybe then it's an easier upsell into your workshop or your one-on-one -on -one coaching so for all of the business coaches out there it is such a great opportunity to position yourself in that space by you know telling people you are expert, getting an Amazon bestseller, you know, putting in the work to do that. There is some strategy and technique um, to do the marketing so that you get out there. But like you said in the beginning, you have to invest in this. Any area of your life, whether it is you, you want to be an athlete, you want to be an author, you want to be a speaker, you want to be an expert in your space, whatever that is, there's the planning and then there's the investment of what you have to do. You know, not, no one is good at all of the things. It's just, you know, I know people that are great at lots of things, but it's not like I can say that they're great at painting a house, you know, doing marketing and doing financial reports. Like people have different interests and will kind of gear down to certain thing. And of course there probably are people listening that will be good at those three things. But, you know, if we, if we stay in our lane and we work with experts and coaches to help us get to our goals faster, it's, so much easier to get there with that guidance rather than having to figure it out all ourselves. And, you know, tell us more about what you've seen, like people that have come to you and they might have said, oh, you know, the last five years I've been working on this, but then they work with you. Like, what are some of the, the results that they've seen and kind of some of the breakthroughs that they've seen with working with your program? So definitely I've had a like I've had on both ends people that want to write the book and then people that have already started and haven't done anything with it for five or plus years. Um, so I've had uh, three authors that have hit Amazon's bestsellers. And then I, like I said, I'm currently working with about 13 different authors who will be launching their books this year. Some of them are in the final publishing pro like stages. And then some of them, like I mentioned, already have their book done. They've had it for years and they just need help with that. That final step of publishing so I've seen both ends um, and it's definitely it's definitely very rewarding when you actually have your book in your hand at the end of the day when you're like okay this is mine like this is my book and I did it you know so um, I know that that the 13 that are going to publish this year are just they're going to excel and and exceed their own like quotas that they have for themselves i know they're going to do some amazing amazing things and i just can't wait to see who else is out there that's interested in writing their books how did you get started in you know book publishing and in supporting other people with this process so um, it's funny because I have been writing since I was about nine years old. And my whole life, I would tell my parents, when I grow up, I'm going to be an author. This is literally my story. I've told everyone my whole life. And um, I, I waited 18 years to publish my first book, 18 years. And I finally published it in 2015. And um, since then, I've published five. 
But what happened was, is that people would reach out to me and they would say, I love what you're doing. I love your success. How do I do what you're doing? So I started to um, coach one-to-one, doing one-to-one coaching with authors. Um, And then the pandemic hit and everyone had free time and wanted to write a book. Um, So I shifted my model from one-to-one face-to-face coaching to online coaching. And so that just, it took off. The Book Publishing Academy took off. off. Um, There's so many people that have stories, so many people that want to write, so many people that want to be published authors, and um, they're able to do it. And so now that I have the online academy, it's it's a lot easier because I can I can do group coaching with them and also provide insight and you know coach coaching on a one-to-one basis when they need it but that way I can impact more people at the same time and that's kind of how I got started I just saw that there was a need for it and I went running with it yeah that's awesome five books wow what kinds of books are do you focus on writing I have a little bit of everything. So my very first book is called Through My Eyes. It's a poetry book. I also have a children's book that's called um, uh, Feathers in the Sky. I have uh, two eBooks that are about self-publishing. And then I have one uh, one self-help book. It's called Life is a Beautiful Journey, 15 Ways to Create a Life Full of Joy and Gratitude. So I've kind of dabbled in different genres. Um, and, and it's good because I've seen which ones are the ones that I'm more, more interested in. And I, I would have to say it's self-help, um, personal development type books. That's probably the area in which I'm going to stay in moving forward. Cool. And do you work with authors in all different genres? Yes, I do. So I have authors that do personal development, self-help. I have business. I have um memoirs we have um we even have people that are doing uh planners like planners with the calendars i have children's books uh novels just all all of it you name it we have it and is the marketing so what are some of the marketing tips to get these books out there so once you know you publish them you have them on amazon what are some of the tips that you see really work for the authors that you're working with the number one thing that I preach to them is engaging and connecting with people um, authentically. And so, yes, grow your following on your social media pages because those are free at the end of the day. Um, but connecting with people is huge. I always tell people you want to connect with um, maybe set a number daily, but you want to connect with people. Talk with them. Find out, you know, if they're, if it's someone that's interested in your book, like the genre of book that you're writing, talk with them, have conversations with them on social media, respond to their, you know, comment on their, their pictures. Um, but engaging with people is huge because they will end up supporting you. And if it's something that they, uh, they are interested in reading, like if they're into poetry or if they're into self-help, et cetera, they will more than likely support you if they know that, you know, you authentically connect with them. Now, if you're just on social media and not connecting with people, it becomes a little bit difficult to actually make sales. So that's like the number one thing I say is um, connect with people, engage, um, and then also storytell. Storytelling is huge right now. So sharing your experiences, do behind the scenes, 
uh, have people come along on the writing process with you and the publishing process, you know, read your book on a live. There's so many things that you can do to connect with people, um, you know, just on social media or in a daily basis. Yeah, for sure. That engagement, that building your community and that authentic communication with people and in growing your community is super important. You know, when we're doing social media management for people, they're like, oh, yeah, just post things. And I'm like, okay, that's great. We can, we will post things. We'll create amazing graphics. We will tell your story. We will, you know, share the messaging that your brand has will share your core values and your vision and you know share what your customers are saying share some behind the scenes and and that's great and so those are you know that output but really what's going to grow your brand you can have a thousand followers or ten thousand followers and if you're not actually building relationships and communicating with people and building that trust with people you're not going to make sales. You know, people like to purchase from people that they like, trust, and um, see as that expert in the space. And if you're not, you know, communicating, like people think that they're just going to post something on social media and that they're going to get a ton of sales. Hey, buy buy my book, and they're going to get a ton of sales. Like that doesn't work. You obviously let people know what you're selling, but just. I like to do it in this. If you walked up to somebody in the street and said, hey, buy my book, what would their response be? Granted, it's like not as weird to do that on social media, but it's still kind of weird. Like nobody wants to just be approached with a sales pitch, even if it's for a book that is $9.99, which is not a high ticket item. It's just you want to build that relationship and figure out how you can support people and, and how you can provide them with things that they need when they need it. Um, so I, I love that you're sharing, you know, really engage and build your communities. I think most of the people that have purchased one of my workshops or, you know, worked with me one on one, we've had that um one-on-one -on -one engagement interaction. It has never been somebody that has never heard of me or has just had one point of contact with me that has bought something. You know, there, there are statistics out there that say it takes seven to 12 um, times for somebody to encounter a person or a brand before they make the decision to purchase. And so that means that they have to, you know, see you post, maybe attend your workshop, maybe listen to one of your live readings of your book. I think going into communities that are already established as well. So there's definitely meetups and different groups that already are established that have, you know, leaders of their groups. So reaching out to those people and say, hey, like, you know, let's do a virtual book reading party everyone you know bring your favorite drink and you know we'll share and you know i'll read a part of this book and we can have a discussion about the subject matter i think things like that especially in our new normal of more virtual type things are really beneficial what would you say about you know virtual events rather than like live events and what are some of the live events that do work once we get to go back in public 
So I definitely think that connecting with people, so networking events are huge. Um, once we can, both online or in person are great. Um, and then also as an author, you want to have a book launch event. I've had experience um, hosting a successful book launch event in person and then having to do it online because of COVID. So um, you have to be flexible and, and you know, be, uh, be innovative and try different things. When I had to do it online, my book launch online, I had two guest speakers and a DJ at the end playing music. So Ooh. it was, it, it felt like it was a real event. I had people bring their drinks and it was a Friday night and I read a little bit about my book. We had the speakers talk and then the DJ. So it was fun. People had a great time. So you want to keep it engaging, um, have games or do different things so that people are connected and they want to stay on your event if it's a live one. Um, so, yeah. That's super cool. You know what I just thought of is maybe sending. So I have a client that is launching a book and their podcast. And we were, they have people that they interviewed on their podcast. And some of those stories are included on the book. And we're going to invite all of those people to be on our virtual book launch, podcast launch party. And what I was just thinking is that it might be nice to, for for us to send them like a little care package like maybe a bottle of wine or maybe some snacks so that they can log in and you know open up the bottle of wine and have the snacks for the party considering that we're not having a like actual live party and I think too a lot of times like whether it be your podcast launch or your book launch there's people that you may have worked with or people that are following you that are all across the world all across the country and so I think incorporating like the virtual component in it, even when we start doing more larger events in person, I think is kind of cool so that people, if they can't make it, they can still be a part of it. They can still feel as though, you know, they are participating because not everyone is going to get on a flight for a smaller event. Um, but, you know, if they can be a part of it virtually, they totally will do that too. I agree. I agree with that. And I love the idea of sending out a care package. I think anything that you can do to make the experience a good one um, will have people supporting you even more after that. Yeah, for sure. And it's not everyone loves to get like little things in the mail. I mean, no, just by our Amazon culture, <laughs> you know, even if it's our toothpaste, we're like, yes, it came in. Yeah. So true. <laughs> What are some kind of um, out of the box, you know, uh, promotion ideas that you have heard of? Um, so talking about a box, um, I've seen that where um, I haven't done it personally, but I saw another author do it and I was like, this is brilliant. He sent a black box. It was a beautiful, beautiful black box by courier service. So it doesn't have like the postage stuff on it or anything to the person's home so this was sent to all of the people that endorsed his book and helped him promote it um to their home and when you open the box it had like that nice crinkly like silver and gold paper and it had the book and so it, it was presented beautifully and like glitter and then you open the book and then it's signed and so everyone was resharing or, or posting videos about how they received this beautiful box that said thank you and it had the book inside. I thought that that was genius 
because um, like you said, people love to receive gifts or things in the mail. And um, once they receive it and it's a beautiful box and it's presented beautifully, they're going to want to go on their Instagram and Facebook and show everybody. So yep. and then what that does is it's promoting the book. So I was like, that is okay. I, I would, took notes and I was like, I'm going to try that next time. That's awesome. Um, let me see. What else? What else? What else? What else? I think I love that. Yeah, I love that idea because even if it's an invitation to a party, if it's something like really beautiful or, you know, obviously for those things cost money and you can't do them for everyone, especially when you are launching something. Maybe if you've been in business for a while and, you know, you have other products that are generating um, revenue that you want to use to do these kind of like PR stunts, I would say. But if you do present something to somebody, especially affiliate partners, so that's another thing too. You can work with affiliate partners that maybe they're selling your book, maybe they're promoting your book, and maybe they're getting commission off of it. So any e-downloads, any actual purchases of the book, that's a great way to work with the partners that you may have existing or create a referral and in partnership. So maybe there are other businesses that are complementary to what you're, you do. So like Janine and I, like I have a lot of clients that are authors and I do their marketing, but I don't show them how to publish their book. I don't know about editing and things like that. And so Janine and I have kind of a similar space where we work with authors, but on different aspects of it. So we're good, you know, referral partnerships in the sense. And so when those of you that are listening, think about people that may have the same target demographic as you, but do different things and provide different services to fulfill the needs of that client and then partner and work together and come up with creative ideas to support each other's business and that's like even with your book. So even if you are a, say, a romance writer, you could think about maybe there's a, a candy company or a cookie company or a lingerie company. And maybe for the Valentine's Day, you create a gift pack where it's the romance novel, some lingerie and some sweets from a local business. And you come together to create a gift pack or, you know, on each other's social media, you're sharing. Cause like I said, on social media, you don't want to just have it be the directory of your product, not consistently buy me, buy me, buy me. Here's the product. You know, you want to have all those things that Janine and I were talking about before with the behind the scenes, the testimonials, the process, the readings, all of those things to make it diverse and to have like your story really come to life. But then what what else is a part of that story that people in your target demographic would be interested in? So what other things would they like? What other subject matters would they care about learning more about? Or what other products would they be interested in? So you can kind of be collaborative and you then get other content for your page. So tomorrow you post about the chocolates, the next day you post about the lingerie and it all kind of fits into that like romance novel thing. Um, you know, a wellness person, if you're writing books on self-development, maybe you're going to partner with a, a nutritionist, a fitness coach, a meditation coach, a yoga coach. So maybe there's all of these different or in, there's a ton of products that are in that realm as well. Um, so 
maybe you partner with people like that and, and showcase and, and support their businesses on your social media. That's more content. And, and people are like, oh yeah, you get this realm of this lifestyle, this community and the needs and wants of people in that community. It's so true. Connecting with other people that are in similar industries or that, like you mentioned, you're in marketing, I'm in book publishing, but we have similar clients is huge. And it's also a great way, a great way to network, a great way to get your yourself out there, a great way to connect with new people. Um, there's just so many things that can be done. So you constantly, I always recommend constantly just be talking to people. You never know who you're going to meet um, or how you can service someone else. I, I love asking people, what can I do to help you? Like, forget about me. What can I do to help you, you know? And so, no, those are great, great um, ideas and definitely ways to, to get yourself out there as well. Yeah, I'm always talking to people. I'm always connecting with people. I, um, I generally just, you know, meet people and just talk to them. We were on, my girlfriend and I were on the beach in Tulum after we were speaking at an event in Playa del Carmen. We went down to Tulum to spend the day and we're just standing there on the beach and these two guys come walking by and we start chatting with them and figures out that even though we're in Mexico, they're actually from our neck of the woods in New England. One's a videographer. Another one has like a pet company, also an entrepreneur. And so, you know, one potential customer or lead, one potential partnership right there, just, you know, randomly talking to people on the beach. And I created a, a mastermind group that meets on Tuesdays at um, noon Eastern Standard Time because I love meeting new people and, and connecting people because I am always like, oh, you need to speak to this person or, or this person or this person. And you can always kind of, and when you give somebody a good referral, they're happy for that. They're like, yes, I needed that. Thank you for saving me the time of trying to find that person to help me with this specific need. I didn't have to do the research. You already know this person. You already know that their work. You can vouch for them. And now I am getting this thing checked off of my to-do list. And people are forever grateful for that. So, you know, make and, you know, building your communities and, and talking to people and, and getting your brand out there is super important. Yes. And you just, like you said, you never know who you're going to meet and where you can meet them on a beach. You can meet them anywhere. Um, I've had that happen to me too. I was at the airport once and I, I was sitting next to a girl that lived in my same city and did the same job as I was doing at that time. It was just weird how timing and you, uh, you will meet the right people at the right time always. Yeah, I think it's all about just being like open and manifesting like what you want. So I'm really big in believing that the energy that you create and the being intentional with what you want to come into your life and it not be like a, you know, maybe it will come, but being like, okay, every morning I'm going to like shift my energy. So this is going to come to my life. I, I have done times and you know I think I think it works um and if anything at least it's a positive mindset to have during the day <laughs> I agree with that <laughs> so I have one fun question that I ask all of my guests if you could be a superhero what would your two superpowers be hmm. I don't know but I think I would like to be invisible <laughs> 
Um, I am an introvert by nature. Um, so I think I would love to be invisible. Like I would just, that would be great. Um, what else? Hmm. Time travel, maybe I would love to go back in time. If I could go live in the seventies and eighties for a couple days, I would be so happy. <laughs> That's cool. My two superpowers would be to fly and to speak every language in the world. Okay, that's awesome. I like that one too. Because <laughs> it would make things so much easier, like for work, for leisure, for all of the things. And you could help so many more people if you could communicate. That is amazing. I've never thought about that. That's good. <laughs> Every time I see those like airpiece commercials where you put the airpiece in and you can understand other languages, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could just do that naturally. <laughs> That is super cool. I would love that too. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on. I hope all of you that are listening and that are thinking about launching your book um, actually get out there and do it. Janine, let us know how we can get in touch with you for those authors out there that you know want to get the ball rolling and get this book done. The best way to get a hold of me is Instagram. Um, I'm on there as Janine Hernandez underscore, and it's the user, the name that you see right here on the screen, Janine Hernandez underscore. Or you can email me at info at JanineHernandez.com. Okay, awesome. Thank you all for being on, and I will put that information in the messaging of the videos if you're watching on Facebook and YouTube. And if you are on the podcast listening in, be sure to follow at Janine Hernandez underscore on Instagram. Thank you all. Bye. Bye.